Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. This is going to be for the first season of the Apple TV Plus show, Still Up. I'm your host, Matthew, and we're going to start off spoiler-free. We'll go to our rating system. I'll do a small spoiler section at the end, just talking about mainly the events of the end of the season. Uh, we've got strong must-see, must-see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and hard skip. I'm going to quite easily, quite comfortably give this a 10 out of 10, and a strong must-see. Yep, it's one of those ones. Um, very, very easy to do. I, I pretty much felt that way after episode 1. Um, I think this is one of the best new shows of the year. I think this is one of the best shows of the year. I think this was a bit of a breath of fresh air as well. Uh, we don't have lots of shows like this, especially with this very particular kind of setup that we've got. Um, so yeah, very, very, very impressed. I remember speaking, might have been a couple of months ago, on uh, Geek Town after the first couple of episodes came out. And I was, this was just one of those shows, honestly, that from minute or second one, from like the beginning till end, pulled me in. I had no trouble sort of settling in or clicking with the show. And it just had this thing about it. It just had this charisma. It had this wit. It was well paced, really well written. It's also got a little bit of... I wouldn't go so far as to call this an E4 show in the same way that I did with Extraordinary, but this has got certainly the DNA of an E4 show. At least when they used to do shows like this, they don't really do these anymore. Um, But the DNA of an E4 show, but with a higher budget, certainly. Uh, Not to say that those other shows were lower budget, but of course they were, you know, free view shows. Um, Yeah, I loved it. I really, really loved it. I don't recall struggling through too many bits. Um, you've got eight 30-minute episodes, sweet, short, to the point. And I don't mean to sound like a parrot, which is what I did on uh, Thursday with Gen V's finale, which had a 30-minute episode. And I will reiterate this point again because it's still a point of discussion among many people. And some of you got tired, would have maybe got tired of me saying this, but I'm going to mention it again in it anyway. You do not need longer episodes in order to make them better. In fact, in some cases, if you drag out your episodes, you could end up with potential pacing issues. A little bit like what Invasion did in this season. Not a terrible season. Of course, I reviewed that yesterday. But that had an issue of too many episodes, the episodes a little bit too long. And some pacing problems. This is is, is interesting for me this week. Because I was planning to do both these reviews this week. For, for this and for Invasion. And I came away from Invasion with one feeling. Uh, I still like the show and all that kind of stuff. Of course I spoke about it yesterday. And I went in. I, I had three episodes of this to watch today. Because I'd, I'd saved them up. It wasn't a case of me missing weeks. Or not being sure about watching it. I was literally just saving them up. Because I wanted to watch more of it at a time because I was hungry for more of this show um and this show just had the complete opposite situation um quick clean short and sweet whatever sort of word you want to use it's got no problems with its pacing no problems really with its structure but it is obviously small scale with about four or five characters not even that maybe two at the most three sometimes um yeah, this this was absolutely brilliant. One of the strengths of this show as well. So, of course, you've got your lead characters. You've got Antonio 
sorry, Antonia Thomas's uh, Lisa. Let me just make my screen brighter so I can see it. That would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, and then Craig Roberts as Danny. They're your main two characters. Um, there's a lot of um, FaceTime calls and phone calls. And it's between the two of them. And it's usually late at night. They're both, they both have sleep um, insomnia. So obviously they struggle sleeping at night. Danny's also got an additional thing. Which is to do with his social ability to go outside. But I'll mention that, of course, a bit later. And this show proves as well that you don't always need the most complicated thing in order to make a show entertaining. This show, on the face of it, is very quite simple. It's watching these two people navigate their relationships and their lives and navigate the relationship between the two of them or the, the friendship between the two of them and just seeing them get through situations it's really quite a simple show but it didn't need to be any more than than what it was to be brilliant because i've already given it a strong must see in a 10 out of 10 you can't really get much better than that now would i put this on in terms of top tier prestige television because i feel like i've been throwing that word around a little bit too much recently but then if i like something then i like something i don't know yet i wouldn't necessarily say no or yes to that but the fact that i'm even considering calling it that is quite a quite a bit of high praise um so uh yeah the fact that i'm even kind of calling that is uh, that obviously is, is quite high praise um but it might be slightly early for that, possibly. I, I don't know, but it, it, it's that's that's something that I'll consider. I haven't, however, seen any news of the show being renewed, being renewed for a second season. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But then Invasion's not being renewed. Of course, we do have an actor strike, and although other other shows have been getting renewed and stuff lately, but obviously things are things are a bit different at the moment with tv productions so we'll see um unless news has come out but i've missed it or something but i i I don't know i haven't seen anything particularly um so yeah it really is just down to the show being very funny it's it's dramatic and it knows how to how to handle being dramatic when it's not silly or slapstick it's just it's a funny fun show when it needs to be and when it can be and when it does get to the more drama-filled moments, which isn't often, that is quite far, few and far between, it knows how to handle it. And the writing certainly doesn't certainly uh, benefits the show and all that kind of stuff. So it, it just kind of, honestly, it kind of cruises through all of that without really any problems at all. Um, so that that was really really good as well. Um, as I said, yeah, well paced, short, sweet, to the point. Eight episodes, thirty minutes boom boom bang sort of thing like that um what else do i want to talk about because i've kind of bursted through a whole bunch of stuff then there's there's a lot to a lot to digest from what i've just said in in about seven minutes um so the rest of the setup for this as well um so like i said danny is he's like an online reviewer sort of person uh but mainly doing articles uh lisa what was her job uh you've got veggie who's her husband um and he does like these uh online like unboxing he does like a youtube channel thing and he's got this like vegetable thing um i kept i kept thinking his surname was veggie 
because uh, I thought his first name was maybe Reggie or something. But no, it says here his name is Veggie, and that was what he was being called throughout the season. Uh, he's played by Blake Harrison, who you may recognise as Neil from The Inbetweeners. I saw him... It was a very brief, one-and-done, cancelled season, I think, um, of another E4 show, which was after Inbetweeners came out. Um, I haven't seen him in anything after that. Uh, a lot of that sort of E4 cast, including an, an Antonio Thomas, uh, have kind of disappeared a little bit. I know the guy who played uh, Nathan from Misfits. He's in a new Disney Plus show very soon. Uh, but I've not seen him for a while. But Antonio Antonio Thomas, you'll recognise her from Misfits. She played... Oh, God, what was her name? It's escaping me now. Uh, not Lisa. Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember right now. Um, but uh, she was in that show. She was very good in that. Um, so a couple of E4 cast members. Craig Roberts... He's someone I sort of recognise the face of, but I couldn't pinpoint what things he's been in. Uh, and you've got a, just a couple of other cast members. You've got Rich Fulcher. He's literally called Catman. That basically sums him up. You've got Mum and Dad of uh, Veggie. And then you've got a couple of other characters as well. Um, what else do I want to say spoiler-free about the show? Go watch it. It's If you want a show that's got an interesting subject matter, um, one that's kind of a bit simpler to watch something that's very just how, how can I describe this something that's very casually good and I mean that in a lot of different ways it, the, the show found it easy to be great to watch and it very casually it's a very casual thing to watch because a lot of it's kind of fun and funny and it's these two kind of having their back and forth and their banter and their friendship so it's it, it's nice and not I wouldn't call it relaxing to watch but it's nice and just casual to watch but it's very good at doing I mean it's good at doing basically everything that it, that, that it does but it's very good at doing that as well but that, as I said when it gets to the more dramatic stuff like when the plot and characters move forward it knows how to handle it because it's very very well written um yeah that's uh mostly of what I've what I've got to say I really hope we get a second season because I'd love to come back to this yet again um i should probably rather than me just speaking about season two over and over again um still up season two up season two let's see if there is anything here uh it doesn't seem like anything immediate is is on here um no, there's all these articles of like, you know, the sort of articles that hang around of like, oh, here's all the information you need to know kind of thing. Um, so that's good. Uh, still up, second season release date is highly anticipated considering the first season was released recently. Yeah, there isn't like a conf, I can't see like a confirmation article. So there we go. But then again, like I said, not everything's kind of gone through its renewal stages yet. Um, but yeah, just seeing these two navigate their situations and they get into the most, not, not, not random in terms of like unbelievable and far-fetched, but a lot of the stuff is like coincidental that these two characters get into. They're on FaceTime a lot of the time, uh, and phone calls and things like that. And they just get, they just get into situations and they just try and help each other out as friends. And, um, it's very good at handling it. It's very, very good. Um... Alright, yeah, I thought I'd go longer than 10 minutes on the spoiler-free section, but I have finished everything I want to say. I can't think of anything else, honestly. Um, just go and watch it, and then you'll figure out 
why I'm describing the show in the way that I am. Um, one of Apple TV Plus's best shows, one of the best new shows of the year, one of the best comedies of the year. Um, I know I spoke about this on the Gen V podcast, but this needs to go into a top five. The only problem I've come across now is I've got seven, or maybe even I've lost count, seven or eight shows that I intend to put into a top five. But of course, that's impossible to do because you cannot put a list of eight things into a top five. The maths just doesn't work. But that's the challenge. That's the challenge, isn't it? Um, but this is another one I I would definitely try to try to wedge into the top five. There might have to be some. Well, see, the thing, the thing is, when we get to our list at the end of the year, there's always brutal cuts. You have things that should be in the top three, top five that end up in the eighth spot because that's just how maths works sometimes, you know. So, but this is another one of those very easy, strong must see, ten out of ten. Didn't have. I, I don't think I had really any problems with it. Uh, of course, it's not a perfect show because no shows are. Um, but I, I, I'm trying to think of like, do I have anything constructive or negative to to say? No, I can't, I can't think of anything right now. I can't think of anything right now. But that's very good, obviously. So, anyway, let's take a break. Uh, going to get be getting into spoilers in the second half. Before we take that break, I'll do the outro first, I suppose. And then we can just finish off the spoiler section. So, if you cannot join me for the spoiler section because you've not seen the show, first of all, go and watch the show because I highly recommend that you do so. Uh, but you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, actually, before we do that, uh, if you have seen the show and you want to write in about your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, uh, did you enjoy it as much as me, slightly less, somehow perhaps more, uh, what do you think of all different bits and pieces in the show, all that kind of stuff, uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. And there's information in your show notes. Uh, in the meantime, like I said, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main night podcast. Check out what we do. Over there, you can support us either by listening to more episodes, word of mouth, social media, um, let people know about what we're doing. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, TV and film news, there is a Geek Town Radio episode out. It's actually out right now. It got uploaded about... An hour ago or so. Uh, so that's for your TV and your film news. Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays and geektown.co.uk. Bex on Twitch and other platforms doing her good stuff over there. Uh, Trista B-Y-T-E-S for all of her content. Me over on Twitch at Talk UK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Alright, second spoiler, first proper spoiler warning. I'll see you on the other side. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK, that's E-T-A-L-K-U-K, to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well. So you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply. That will get you 20% off your order with Manscaped and free shipping. First hand, quality, professional with Manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves, even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very, very first class, very professional, so no questions about Manscaped's quality. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, 
you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to quality to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to koalu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's koalu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to koalu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, it's time for spoilers. If you've not seen the first season of Still Up, first of all, what are you still doing here? You should either go and listen to Geek Town or start this show or listen to another one of my podcasts or do whatever you like. Um, But if you haven't seen the first season, I don't want to tell you to go away, but I don't want to, of course, spoil things for you. So uh, I recommend that you leave now. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say now in, in, in that sort of tone. <laughs> like, go away now. Uh, you need to leave now, of course. So, um, <clears throat> it's going to be very curious to see what goes on in Season 2, given the ending, of course, of Season 1. And one of the main standout points is, apart from the reconciliation with Amy, if, you, if you'd if you call it that. Apart from that, because there's the indication of, like, oh, they're going to hang out again, and uh, her and Danny, of course... You've got a complicated situation where Veggie and Lisa realise that they still love each other, but it's not really working out. And both her and Danny can, so sorry, both Lisa and Veggie can see how Danny is involved. I thought it was interesting towards the end of episode was it seven? I've just watched six, seven, and eight back to back, so they all kind of blended together for me. <clears throat> Um, at the end of one of those episodes, I think it, I think it's the end of episode seven, and Veggie's like, "Oh, if you were sleeping with Danny, it would make it easier," which is an interesting thing to say, but that kind of makes sense because for Veggie, it was almost kind of okay. They're not obviously her and Danny are not sleeping together. They're not they're not even physically in the same location. And they're not in a relationship, but they're in a very, very strong friendship. And they connect over this particular thing that they've got. But I can totally see what Veggie means in terms of... Danny's kind of got your night shift. Like, you, you, Lisa and Veggie spend the evening together and they talk some, somewhat during the day. 
But then when it comes to going to sleep, he can, she can't, so she gets up, calls Danny, he's still awake, and then they start their whole thing, and then she goes and does something, or he goes and does something, and it kind of goes from there. So I I totally get, like, Veggie's frustration. Um, It's interesting, though, that in the flashback, when obviously Danny goes to propose to, I can't remember his girlfriend's name, but the one that was doing the singing at the wedding... And she, of course, she made the unfortunate wrong mistake of, like, rather than telling Danny, which obviously would have broken him and and all that kind of stuff, her solution was just take the ring away. But then that resulted in him searching his pockets awkwardly and all this kind of stuff. And she says, oh, you know, because I liked you. uh, Or like you. I can't remember if she says past or present tense, but because I liked you. And that, that creates, like, a first bit of conflict. And when it was, like, Amy and the first date, and there was also, I can't remember who it was, there was another character that mentioned, like, oh, you and you and Lisa are together, right? And Danny's like, no, no, just, just a friend. And whoever the person was at the time was like, oh, well, okay, sure. Like, whatever you say. And also the way that Amy responds to him, which is like, you were kind of talking about Lisa all night, and... They were trying to call each other, and and that sort of, or she was trying to call him, and it was clear that there was something. It's clear to almost like everybody that there's something more between Danny and Lisa, and obviously it becomes obvious to us as the audience. And even if you go all the way back to episode one, two, um, when she's at the chemist, and. She she's like oh why don't you settle down and why don't why don't you start dating and do the whole dating app sort of thing and she gets matched with him in episode one and you can already tell even before all of that happens in that episode that okay even if there's not an indication of like because you can get people that are of course really 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 good friends but they're not together either because they're with other people or they just like simply being friends. But then there's this <clears throat> assumption from other people that's like, oh, are you sure you're not more than friends? Because you really, like, there's chemistry of being really good friends with somebody. And then there's what Danny and Lisa sort of have, which is this extra level of chemistry. Um, and then, of course, so it, it kind of bookends itself in the season from the match there. And, of course, she never tells Danny that. And then the end of the season where you get this whole I liked you thing and then the whole... What was it he said? I'll be your mirror at the end of the season. And I really wonder what they were doing in that final scene. Like when he gets sprayed with the um, thing and all that. And he's wet and it's funny and those kinds of things. I was like, is she going to go outside and kiss him? Is she going to follow him down the road? Is he going to walk in? Is she going to open the door? He's going to go up to the door. And it was like, okay, this is awkward because we're having kind of a moment here. And she's just kind of reconciled with Veggie a little bit. He's upstairs. So, like, what are you both going to do here? Um, I th- Depending on how long the show lasts, and typically Apple shows last three seasons, not be- not because they're Netflix and they cancel stuff after three seasons, but because they just have three-season arcs, a lot of their shows, with rare exception. Um... I, I'm gonna guess they're gonna be end. They're gonna be together by the end of the series, if not the next season. Um, <clears throat> because you could simply just get Danny saying to Amy, like, "Oh, look, I'm with 
Lisa and sorry this didn't work out. I think Amy would honestly turn around and be like, yeah, makes sense. I don't think she'd be annoyed, annoyed at that per se. I mean, I don't know, but she was one of the people in the season that was like, I kind of talked with her a lot, didn't you? And you kind of talked about her a lot and there seems to be something more there. Um, And I liked how that was kind of an overarching thing throughout the whole season. Um, And the show kind of very carefully and very cleverly Again, this is down to the writing. Tiptoed around that. Um, And even to the point where, like, Veggie's gone over to Danny's house because he thinks she's gone over there. And initially it's like, oh, I'll sort of wait for her and see if she shows shows up. I'm here to chat to you and says this thing about running to the moon and stuff. He then essentially basically does end up checking of like, oh, is she un- is she hiding under the bed? Is she in the is she in the bath hiding? Is she hiding behind a door somewhere? He thinks that it's gone that far that like they're secretly having something together, which I thought was a very very interesting way to handle that whole scene without outright like shouting at Danny and saying, oh, you're sleeping with my wife. And it was a very cle- clever sort of like way to do that. I thought that was um, really really good. So. Um, and although Danny's time with Amy is particularly more so in the second date, if we're calling it that, the second meeting, was really nice. Um, that was a good way for Danny to have, like, somebody else there as well, I suppose. And Amy was a very, for the little screen time Amy has, which is what, two halves of an episode? Uh, if that's so like one, what, a, roughly one episode in total, if you add it all up, they did some decent stuff with Amy, and she was a she was a pretty great character. But we'll see where all this goes. Um, so yeah, just again, really cleverly well written. Um, I'm very curious to see where this goes in the second season because I wonder how you when you set something up in a show like that. And everyone's sort of tiptoeing around it, but not ignoring it. And the, the the show isn't sort of forgetting that it's there. But there's like conveniences and things that come up. And the very careful dialogue that's chosen between characters to not make the scene sort of fall apart. I wonder how long the show can keep their feelings for each other to the same status. But not have it blow up. Because I think the minute that this show does that. It would really change the sort of fundamental dynamic between uh, Danny and Lisa. So I'd be very curious to see how the show could handle that. But already it's got my trust in terms of how it could handle um, writing certain things. Because there's a lot of things in this in this season particularly that they wrote around or through, I suppose. Like very, very cl- carefully and, and, and cleverly. And I thought it was just really, really well done overall. So... I uh, can't think of if there's anything else spoiler-wise. Obviously, there's lots and lots of great little stuff in, in, in the season. I'm not going to go through all of it. I just mainly wanted to talk about the Danny and Lisa stuff in the spoiler section. Because, of course, if you are on the spoiler-free side, you don't know where that ends up in the season, how that develops. So, um, But they handled everything pretty well. Yeah, very, very well. So, um, I think that's... It, yeah, I kind of want to talk about this show more, but I don't know what else I want to say, and I don't want to drag this podcast out for another 10 to 20 minutes, because that feels unnecessary. Um, so yeah, again, let me let me know what you thought. I've already said how you can write in and stuff. Um, let me know what you thought of the more spoilery type of stuff. How do you think the show's going to handle Danny and Lisa's relationship, or friendship, or 
however you'd class that. Maybe they will drop it, but I, I, I don't think they will. I think they'll go towards it, but very, very carefully and cleverly. Um, but yeah, was there anything for you, spoiler-wise, that stood out that didn't add up or didn't make sense? Or do you not think the show's as clever as I think it is? Or however you feel about it, uh, write in and um, let me know. Anyway, that's still up. Um, excellent show. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to miss it. Um, these shows that I'm enjoying are beginning to end now, <laughs> at least for their seasons. Gen V, of course, I really enjoyed week to week. And uh, Still Up, I really enjoyed week to week. In terms of the shows I'm covering, anyway. So, um, alright. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.